This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I just took a shower in an office at work because I have a no electricity. Mm. That's the way it is if you live in Haiti, I mean California. Mm. California, America's Haiti. Live from Studio C. You can't see in the dark, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. It's a ruling junta, Jack. Uh, Too difficult to make a single choice. You've assembled a committee of general managers. Swing in Representative Katie Hill, who's resigning. Also, the away team, as the home team is now 0-5 in the World Series. Shocking. If this trend continues, and it won't, the Nationals will be your World Series champions after a thrilling uh, seven-game city series. But our head general manager, certainly old Abu al-Baghdadi, the formerly intact head of ISIS, who is now uh, occupying a number of different locales throughout Syria. As he got blowed up. Bye-bye. Yeah, it'd be easier to take more enjoyment in the killing of him if he hadn't taken several small children with him, because he is, as the president said, a freaking coward. Just a crazy person. He brought them to a paradise with him. In observance with his religious beliefs, Jack. You think he actually believed that? Or yeah. is he more I think he probably Bonnie did. and Clyde-like, where it's just, you know, I ran the game of being an evildoer as long as I could. I don't, I've never had any feelings for me or human beings ever. I think he's probably actually a religious fanatic. I don't know. Definitely a good thing that he's dead. Heck yeah. That's a risky move from Trump, as it was for Obama at the time. Because you fail, and then, you get, then you're in Jimmy Carterville. Jimmy Carter, who tried to rescue the Iranian hostages, and it went bad. No fault of his, but the president gets... You know, you get tarred with the you're incompetent, weak thing. Sure. If it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So that's a risky Ill-advised. move. Yeah. It's easy to criticize uh, in the uh, yeah. in the rearview mirror. Uh-huh. That was some speech the president gave yesterday morning. I've only seen parts of it, but uh, that was something. I mean, he, he, what did he talk for 45 minutes? And, he, and he, he went through every moment of it like he was describing a movie, including uh, my favorite quote. Let me hit you with my favorite quote from the president's speech yesterday as he announced the death of al-Baghdadi. Oh, boy. Here it comes, everybody. Here what comes? Jack's favorite quote. I heard a Navy SEAL guy talking about it, who I believe was a SEAL Team 6 guy, talking about the logistics of it and how it worked. And uh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Delta Force this time, right? Yeah, it is incredible. The dog. They call it a canine. I call it a dog. That was my favorite part. Of the, of the speech yesterday. But I'm glad he pulled the trigger and now Baghdadi's dead. I mean, that's that's freaking awesome. As is the number two guy in, in ISIS, the uh, the communications guy. I'm the number three guy in ISIS. I'm handing in my resignation yeah. right now and uh, and mailing it to all the newspapers, too, so and, everybody knows. And we didn't lose anybody? Correct. I mean, that that's, is the that, word. That's incredible. It is amazing. I mean, if you lost a half dozen guys in this effort, you could still easily justify it. Um, but nobody. I mean, that's just amazing. We got a lot more on that coming up, and uh, everything that's happened over the weekend. I've got the democratic anger over the raid and how it was conducted. Right, as 
everything has to be about Trump. It does in this current era. Everything has to be partisan, no doubt about it. And uh, you got the state of California on fire and in the dark at the same time, which is quite the amazing situation. Uh, Good story in the New York Times over the weekend of how this incompetent situation came to be. And that's Ah, basically what they call it. Amazing. Um, just, just, just embarrassing. An embarrassing look for the biggest, most technologically advanced state in the, in the country. Well, and after months of absolutely terrible, insufficient coverage at every level, from the international to the national to the local press in California, the press just like a loyal uh, canine. Well, I say dog. You may say canine. Uh, loyally reporting that, oh, it's a sensible precaution to prevent wildfire. Because of climate change. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, let's, Idiots! Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm kind of sweating. I'm kind of cold. I got a, I maybe have a fever. I, I'm not sick, but my home internet is down. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm surprised you came into work. I, I know, Sean. I, I figured you you could sympathize. I Talk figured... through the grief, Michael. Talk it through. So. <laughs> I'll just, you know, I'll try and concentrate on the show best I can, but knowing that I have no internet at home bothers me. Well, I find that- how can you post your reactions and get likes? Right. I mean, to, to what's going on in your life. No, at Living least, your life is hollow. At least I have power, but, you know. I, I, I enjoy the uh, the humor of that, but, man, if you don't have power like I haven't for, uh, for the weekend and uh, so many, uh, well, a couple million people, Whew. I heard that they're going to shut off more on Tuesday yep, than correct. they've shut off so far. This is the biggest blackout in our nation's history. The, a bigger one's going to start on Tuesday. When you have no power with a generator, it's an incredible pain in the ass. Without one, it's just it's practically undoable. Right. And no school? I mean, it's just it's crazy. Right. It's just crazy. Meanwhile, in a somewhat related story, yes, horrific wildfires once again ravaging the wine region of uh, the Sonoma County, California, and and a giant fire in Southern California as well, which will bring more uh, information to you on. But hundreds of thousands of people being va- evacuated, including from places that it's never happened or hasn't happened in many decades. Where's everybody going? <laughs> Wherever they got. You hey, drive until you find a hotel room, that the hotel that's still got rooms? Hey, honey, when was the last time we uh, checked out Oregon? Yeah. Let's go. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I'm uh, working the uh, dead celebrity auction desk, uh, and we had a uh, cardigan, specifically the cardigan worn by one Kurt Cobain on the MTV Unplugged performance. The green one. Yes, the green one. Cigarette stains and all, or burns and all. Uh, sold for $334,000. It has not been washed. I assume it still smells like teen spirit. And um, so that one went for 334000 at that same auction. Kurt Cobain's custom-made Fender Mustang guitar was also on sale, and do you think it went for more or less than the cardigan? Boy, I, I, I would hope more, but... The cardigan is iconic, Jack. It's one of your more iconic sweaters. Several Bill Cosby's used to be valuable. Now they're just valuable as evidence. Back to Sean. It sold for more, but just slightly, at 340000 which seems like a bargain when compared to the cardigan. $6,000 more for the custom... Kurt Cobain guitar hmm. as opposed to his cardigan. You better enjoy that sweater or sell it quick because I could list a na- names that were as big as Kurt Cobain in their time and you've never heard them in your life going decades back. 
early 20th century, nobody would care about their sweater now. So once right. they're gone, yeah. once all the people that were around are gone, that stuff is worthless. <laughs> Which I, I'm glad I had that realization when I you know, finally started to make a little money as a music freak and a kid of the 20th century and the rest of it. I thought, oh my God, I can, I can buy autographed you know, whatever albums or a guitar or whatever. I, I could do that. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. What would I pay for Chubby Checkers whatever? Virtually nothing. Right. And he was right. one of the biggest stars in yeah. America. So, yeah, yeah. Or Make your money hit, while you can. Or let me hit you with some big band leader that sold 8 million albums. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you've but never even heard of. If you enjoy it personally, great. Go ahead. Look well, at sure, it. Yeah, if it brings exactly. you it on. Great. Roll around in it. Wear it. Try to clone <laughs> him. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Try to find some DNA, right? There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I want it to be known. I want it to be known. I am no longer supporting the Washington Nationals. After publicly declaring my support for them last Friday, they go out and lose three in a row. And now I'm being blamed for being a cooler. So I now publicly turn my back on them. And perhaps they can go back to winning. (laughs) Trying to get a reverse cooling going. I turn my back. The most amazing thing is (laughs) the Nats outscored Houston in Houston 17 to 7 over two games. Mm -hmm. Then you do three games and it's outscored 19 to 3 the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, October 28th. The year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Do Do you know the last time the home team lost every World Series game? No. I was hoping you did, because I have no idea. No. All right, let's go uh, begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. President Trump said that because of the killing of al-Baghdadi, that the world is a better place. And I would give credit to he and those that were responsible for it. But we have a lot of work that must still be done in the area of terrorism. In the same area of the world where al-Baghdadi was, (laughs) and in our own nation. What? What? I totally, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Al Sharpton. (laughs) On the killing of al-Baghdadi. Al Sharpton, student of English. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Yikes. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? <laughs> state of emergency for the entire state of California as wildfires rage and millions sit in the dark. Well, millions leaving their homes. Yep. Oh, thousands leaving their homes, millions in the dark. We got him. World's most wanted terrorist is dead, and the sex scandal brings down a congressional Democrat. Getting into those, coming up. Um. Yeah, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine, Dandy. We have the weekly shower thoughts. Start the week on a contemplative note. I left my house this morning with the generator running. I don't know at what point it runs out of gas. Um, just like many of you who are listening currently. Um, and then uh, we have a, a medical procedure we're doing to try to do today with oh. a generator running and everything like that. Because oh. that's just life living in Haiti. That's just what it's like when you live in Haiti. Trying to keep all your food cool in your fridge and everything like it. Just freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff and news on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
rock star cardigans. Hey, it's the Armstrong and Getty Show. How crazy that the uh, guy flogging the drums there is the guy who led Foo Fighters and still leads them today, Dave Grohl. Welcome. Glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. We have complete al-Baghdadi getting exploded coverage. We have the President uh, Trump said that because of the killing of Al Baghdadi, Baghdadi, that the world is a better place. And uh, all right, gotcha. I would. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Where um, the hell did that come from? You know, a special pre-mailbag mailbag from William. <laughs> he writes, "Did Al Sharpton have a stroke, or is he just an idiot?" Well, I, William, I don't think he's had a stroke. Why don't we just leave it there? And, of course, we've got to keep an eye on the uh, the biggest state in the country and a lot of our audience that is either without power or on fire or both, depending on where you live, right. for a ridiculous number of people. I just saw this. Uh, LeBron James tweeted uh, at 4 a.m. today, man, these L.A. fires are no joke. Had to emergency evacuate my house, and I've been driving around with my family trying to get rooms. No luck so far. Jeez. How many Lakers fans are like, dude, i got a spare bedroom? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It is It is absolutely insane times on the West Coast, but um, what are you going to do? Um, well, well, what you're going to wh- do is, is keep your ears and eyes open and for the alerts and get the hell out if they tell you to get out. One thing you ought to do is separate the unavoidable nature part of it sure. that just happened mm-hmm. from the mismanagement government part of it that you should not let go. Correct. Absolutely should not let go. It's just flipping ridiculous. New York Times, uh, in a high-tech state, blackouts are a low-tech way to prevent fires. Here's my favorite quote from it. It's an incredible travesty, this sort of really crude and unsophisticated approach for dealing with it is a very serious issue, said an engineering professor at UC Irvine. We have technological solutions for this that exist. But California regulations and planning have been insufficient for the technology to be used instead of just turning the power off. Right. That's embarrassing. Systematic mismanagement by the government of California, which is in cahoots with PG&E. They are absolutely crony government capitalists of the worst sort. It's a scandal the way they've both behaved through the years. And most of the numb skull, 24-year-old, large-breasted TV news chick media has no idea of any of this. Well, and we've got to get to... No disrespect to small-breasted uh, TV journalists. we got to get clips of the uh, pretty uh, governor of California, who I think might have run for president, but can't now. Right. Uh, he can't now. Nope. There's no way he can now. You're stained, Gavin. Stained. If he ran for president... Because, you know, when you run for president, small problems become a big deal. People would really look into this whole thing. Oh, they'd And he right. would be done. But right. if you saw him over the weekend, I think he was literally standing on a, well, it wasn't a soapbox, but a, like a crate. Standing up and, pg and is going to blow up really late. It's pg and Because he realizes Hilarious. everybody is really mad. Yeah. And he's got to be part of, well, I'm part of you guys. I'm mad at that energy company. And not a guy who's been, you know, involved in the party that allowed this to happen his entire freaking adult life. Right. But, you know, I'd probably do the same thing if I was him. Got his arm around the very uh, so-called environmentalists. They're wackadoos with no grasp of reality who powered the mismanagement of forests over the last several decades in in the American West, not just California, that's allowed an enormous amount of fuel to, to grow up to make sure no spotted owls get a headache. <laughs> yeah, it's just... 
And, you know, it's funny, uh, Michael, just don't even bother with the mailbag music, but we got this note from... Man, when LeBron James can't find a hotel room. Oof. So we got this note from Michael. He says, thought uh, thought of this, guys, a call-out of retired public works employees, wildland employees, forest management officials, to tell their story of California, or anywhere in the West, really, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, when state funds were put toward trimming of brush, spraying of pre-emergence to prevent foliage and brush, Removal of disease down, dead, and overpopulated trees. Then they could explain to listeners about the spotted owl protection hysteria in 1988, which ended all of the smart forest management. And how that is part of what's led to this, along with PG&E, the nation's largest utility, being in bed with the money-grubbing government of California, which allowed them to keep giant profits in place of maintaining their equipment. It is an absolutely scandalous story. It is bloody as many, many people have died at the hands of these crooks. It's a story that ought to be told. A lot of news, including the death of El Baghdadi on the way in Marshall's newscast. El Baghdadi. Like always, just the, the news flow is insane. The snuffing of Al Baghdadi. The Washington Post's unforgivable headline. Al Baghdadi. Baghdadi. The hilarious reaction to the Washington Post's unforgivable headline. Much more to come. Also, uh, that call out from our, our correspondent that I thought was brilliant from folks who've worked through the decades in preventing wildfires and on the electrical grid, explaining exactly how uh, Cal Unicornia got to this awful spot, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, your perspective, what stopped in the 80s. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. News now with Marshall Phillips. California's Governor Gavin Newsom declaring a statewide emergency because of the growing wildfires that have nearly 200,000 people under evacuation orders. The Kincaid Fire in Northern California's wine country, burning more than 54,000 acres, destroying nearly 100 buildings, and it's only 5% contained. And then in Southern California, got a wildfire blowing up near the Getty Museum, forcing evacuations in one of the more exclusive areas of Los Angeles. Hundreds of expensive homes being threatened, including the one belonging to NBA star LeBron James, who early this morning was told to evacuate and was having trouble finding a hotel room for his family. But the whole evacuation thing is tough. It would seem that they're um, uh, being extra cautious, as you could understand, when you had a whole town wiped out and a whole bunch of people die last year, especially in towns where, um, you know, there are only a couple of roads out of town. Right. On the other hand, I just, man, uh, uh, leaving my home because there's a fire way over there and it could come this direction, I'm not doing it. Until it gets closer. Uh, uh, I noticed with interest that a handful of county sheriffs are saying, look, uh, we have hundreds of peace officers on the street. Don't worry. Your house will be safe. We're going to protect against looters. There are no reports of looting so far, and, and we're on the ready. I hope they're sincere about that, because in a number of cases in the recent past, people have observed those evacuation right. notices and had all their stuff taken by scum who should be shot on sight. All of this is millions of people in Northern California who have been sitting in the dark 
think they're going to have their lights coming back on soon, but some may not be restored before another round of strong winds threatening to damage power lines and spark fires rolls in later this week. At my house, our trampoline flipped, which uh, had survived easily 50 and 60 mile an hour winds when it's been crazy windy. Couldn't handle an 80 mile an hour wind, apparently. It sounded like a freight train was going through our home all night long Saturday night. I've never heard anything like that anywhere in my life. Wow. It was crazy. It was just, I didn't know if it was an earthquake or, or a, 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 a runaway truck. It was, it was unbelievable. All night long, just a... Just, it was, and it wasn't a storm, per se. It was just windy. It just Apparently, you reach a certain level of wind. That's why they say tornadoes sound like trains, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was unbelievable. President Trump is confirming the death of the founder and leader of ISIS. ISIS uh, killed, or he was killed, rather, in a U.S. military operation in northern Syria. Al-Baghdadi. Al-Baghdadi. Baghdadi. Speaking at the White House Sunday morning, President Trump claimed victory while announcing the death of al-Baghdadi. He was a sick and depraved man, and now he's gone. Baghdadi was vicious and violent, and he died in a vicious and violent way as a coward running and crying. Al-Baghdadi was killed during the raid uh, by the U.S. military. Uh, the uh, the uh, special forces actually managed to chase Baghdadi into a dead-end cave. He reached the end of the tunnel as our dogs chased him down. He ignited his vest, killing himself and the three children. He took three of his children with him. Which is just unbelievable. But, you know, he killed thousands and was excited about beheading people and setting people on fire in cages. He really is one of the worst people that's ever lived on planet Earth. I'm glad he's dead. But uh, the whole screaming and crying like a dog and a coward stuff, was that just Trumpisms or is that to a psychological thing against some of his followers? That's an interesting question. I could believe either. So I don't, uh, I'm not a uh, fundamentalist Muslim. I'm sorry, you are or you're not? I'm not. Okay. And I, so I don't, I'm not up on the lingo and everything like that. I was familiar with the term caliphate and that that's what they had right. established or believed they'd established for a while and then we took it all back. But I didn't realize he was the caliph for the caliphate. Oh, yeah. And so now that he's dead, is that the end of that? Or, and then to what extent do these people believe this crap anyway? Is it just kind of something they put on as an excuse because they're a bunch of depraved sociopath lunatics that get together? I don't know that either. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's difficult to draw these lines, honestly. Next guy who, who grabs a little land and declares himself the caliph, a certain number of people will follow him, I guess. But, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of politics around the world, a lot of crime around the world that throws on a religious cloak for legitimacy yeah. and to gather followers and that sort of stuff, and it's tough to draw the line. Mm-hmm. Although I heard some... Um, intelligence guys talking about this guy and they thought he was a true believer he believed his crap u.s representative katie hill a democrat from california latest washington poll to lose her job over a sex scandal she announced her resignation yesterday after a series of reports came out about her improper relationships with not one but two members of her staff one male and one female what did her in the naked hair brushing or the tattooed bong hitting I, I think it was the sexing up people you're paying. 
honestly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it was the paperwork problem. In the World Series, Astros back on top after their bats really came alive. And Springer hits it in the air, deep to left field, and you can't kiss it goodbye. <laughs> a two-run home run for George Springer. George, the second greatest Springer of all time after Jerry, but quickly climbing the ladder. (laughs) The Astros knocking out the Nationals 7-1 in Game 5 of the series yesterday. After three straight victories, the Astros are one win away from their second World Series title in three years. So do we have the audio of Trump being announced at the ballgame? we got to play that later. I can, yeah, 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 I have that somewhere. We have to play that later, because yeah. I've only read about it. I haven't heard it, so I want to I use my own ears. All right. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. The president r- often gets to throw out the first pitch at a World Series right. game, and uh, it had come up on whether or not Trump would, since he, it's in his hometown. His hometown team is playing in the World Series. And, uh, and uh, they decided that was not a good idea for a variety of security and fan reasons. It's too bad. It used to be we came together as a country. Uh, At least polite applause for the guy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll hit you with the yeah. audio of that coming up in a little bit so you can uh, hear how that all went down. Okay, great. Super. And uh, unpacking the the Baghdadi raid, which is really impressive just from a military commando, cool helicopters and guns standpoint. And intelligence and State Department and the rest of it. Interesting story. And the Washington Post's unforgivable Al-Baghdadi headline. Awesome. Well. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty Show. They're saying Trump. So that's at the World Series game last night. So was he? Was did this happen during the television broadcast? Boy, I zapped through a lot of it. Um, the only videos I've seen are from in st- in stadium cameras, yeah. so I, I don't know if that happened during the break or not. I'm not trying to argue that it wasn't mostly booze. I haven't heard otherwise, but you know, you could be in a section where it was more booey, and that clearly wasn't like the overall stadium. That was somebody's specific seat, right? But um, uh, so a Trump, cell phone recording. Trump introduced at the World Series. In Washington, D.C. last night. Uh, sounds like a lot of booze there. Get to this later. Really interesting analysis. Some of the numbers are shocking. Uh, a couple of different surveys. Americans hate all the partisanship, but are more partisan than they've ever been. Mm. And one particular stat is incredible. Just incredible about how partisan we are <sighs> and the trajectory we're on, yeah. which is more important. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, perhaps you've heard that Abu Bakr al-Baghdaghi, Baghdaghi, al-Baghdaghi, Baghdaghi, has uh, been croaked by special forces, United States special forces. How did Al Sharpton get a show on MSNBC? Because he's a race baiter, and you dare not cross him. He's a huckster and a liar and a con man and a jerk. And there are plenty of great civil rights leaders in the world. And and he can't talk. There's that. <laughs> so anyway, the head of ISIS tracked down by 
the United States Special Forces, with the help of our friends, the Kurds, intelligence on the ground. Uh, and our, our folks got in touch with the Russians and the Turks and, uh, and the Syrians, I believe, and said, you're going to see a whole lot of helicopters flying by. Do us a favor and look the other way. Pretty important. We'd really appreciate it. And so they launched the raid. They flew the copters. Was it a hundred guys or a couple hundred guys uh, went to this compound? It was the the Bin Laden raid was two helicopters, and this was eight, ten. It yeah. was significantly larger group of because uh, yeah. it could be. Yeah, yeah. We had to be uh, stealthy and quiet going deep into Pakistan. Oh God, yeah. that's still unbelievable. Anyway, so uh, chased uh, blasted through the wall of the compound because they knew the front door would be rigged. Chased him down into a tunnel. Uh, had the canines uh, uh, chasing him as well. He blew himself and three you call of his them kids. Canines, up. I call them dogs. Whatever. Um, and 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 blew him up. So he's dead. So the Washington Post's first headline was something to the effect of uh, Al Baghdadi, terrorist leader of ISIS, dies. Then inexplicably, shortly after they posted that headline, they changed it to Abu Bakr Al Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at forty-eight. What? Austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State dies at 48. Who ever typed those words ever? Well, the Internet went crazy. The Internet goes crazy over everything. But in this case, I would say it is proper and correct. So Christine Karate Kelly, who is, I think, their VP of News or something like that, uh, insisted it be changed back to something terroristy. Then tweeted, regarding our al-Baghdadi obituary, the headline should never have read that way. And we changed it quickly. Who typed those words ever who's not a member of ISIS? And approved it and posted it. And then I absolutely love the, it should never have read that way. And as one wag on the internet put it, nice passive verbiage. Who wrote it? It only read that way because somebody (laughs) wrote it. Nice effort to make it seem like it's just something that happened. But, but there's a, I under the partisan politics and all that sort of stuff. I get who's pro Baghdadi in the Washington Post newsroom. I would suggest to you that is the extent to which uh, Trump derangement syndrome has taken hold in a lot of liberal media. Since it was good for Trump, we need to weaken it somehow. Why well, you think somebody went so far overboard in the? trying to soften the uh, good news for Trump. That they went that far? Right. Wow, that's amazing. Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. Well, the uh, Internet did what the Internet does. Dies like he had a heart attack. Right. Right, yeah. Um, uh, a number of people posted under the hashtag WAPO death notices. Jeffrey Dahmer. LGBT activist pioneer, unconventional romantic, and avant-garde gastronomist passed away at age 34, surrounded by his caretakers. <laughs> oh, that's great. Ben Shapiro. That is great. Tip of the cap to little Ben Shapiro. Voldemort, a steer wizard who overcame a severe facial deformity to achieve dark lordship, dead at 71. <clears throat> Wicked Witch of the West, devoted sister, broom enthusiast, died suddenly from oversaturation, age unknown. Adolf Hitler, passionate community planner and dynamic public speaker, dies at 56. That's not more ridiculous 
than the actual headline that they had on there for a while. That's not more ridiculous. Star Wars nerds, here's one for you. Emperor Palpatine, austere holder of emergency powers and advocate for democracy, died after a fall. And Nero, emperor who helped Christians bring light to Rome, dies at 30. Well, this will and this, on it goes. This story will disappear. It shouldn't, but it will. They'll <laughs> never be held to account. Nobody will ever dig in to who typed that and, and allowed that to, to, to get printed. Nope. But it should, because that's crazy. Boy, there are several other constituencies who need to be served here. Lord of the Rings fans. Sauron, passionate collector of rare, rare jewelry. Dead, age unknown. John Wayne Gacy, eccentric children's performer, dies at 52. Oof. John Wilkes Booth, noted thespian, dies at age 24. And my personal favorite, Mao Zedong, who saved 20 to 45 million of his own people from having to suffer through the struggle of existence, dies at 82. Way to go, Wapo. Way to cover yourself in glory, you putzes. Wow. Uh, uh, well, it's read sad. That, read that headline again that they actually had on. How long was it up? Do you know? Uh, I do not know that. But the fact that somebody actually typed those words at some point blows my mind. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. Unbelievable. That in, And that's in their obituary section. Yeah, nice, nice job. One of the other controversies surrounding this is Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer and company are acting angry that they were not uh, consulted, they were not informed of the raid in advance, making the point that the Bin Laden raid, uh, they'd been briefed and the rest of it, and that this was a terrible uh, Trump misstep to not do that. Here's your controversial statement of the day. I don't know that Pelosi or Hoyer or their top aides would have leaked this to queer it so that Trump wouldn't have a victory. I don't know that that's true, but it's possible. I think it's very possible. I think it's entirely possible some activist Democrat who's completely affected, infected with Trump derangement syndrome would have leaked that information before the raid to screw it up so that Trump would not get a victory. I think there are plenty of political pros that are that twisted. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, that's Trump's reasoning for not giving the heads up to the Gang of Eight, which is uh, protocol, he said it would have leaked. Everything leaks in Washington, D.C., right. and if it leaks, then, you know, either we got to call it off or our, our guys get killed, and Baghdadi survives. Well, if there's somebody in the Washington Post newsroom that could write that headline, yeah, there's somebody in Nancy Pelosi's orbit that would think it was worth screwing up the raid to hurt Trump. Y- yeah, the problem with a secret is uh, a secret is... Uh... A piece of information known by one person is the famous uh, saying. Because once it's two people, it's three and it's six and it's 12. So, yeah, it's, again, I don't know. We're, we're not one of those shows that immediately leaps to certainty. But it's pretty damn likely having somebody would have leaked it. Having had all my phone calls and private conversations end up on the front page of the newspaper. The next day. I wouldn't have told anybody either. Right. Absolutely not. Now, Nancy Pelosi's blast on the day Baghdadi was killed. You'd have thought she could have waited 24 hours for this, perhaps. But Nancy Pelosi's blast on the day we killed Baghdadi was he told the Russians, but not me. Yeah, that's exactly right. He had to tell the Russians so that they didn't start firing at our helicopters thinking they were being attacked. 
Yeah. You don't have any choice in that situation. It's a nice opportunity to reinforce the whole Russia narrative, though. Hashtag Moscow Mitch. Which gets to the how polarized we are and some of the statistics I've got for that coming up that are just amazing. Well, and how... How stupid. Nancy Pelosi's not stupid. She understood exactly what she was doing. She was implying that Trump's loyalty is with the Russians, not with Americans. And it's, it's, it's sad and discouraging to see that sort of dishonesty and partisanship and viciousness rewarded because the average voter would not respond with, well, we had to let the Russians know because they have all sorts of anti-aircraft radars and batteries and, and everything in that area. And it was a pretty big raid with a lot of helicopters. Um, and people will probably not get there. They will just think, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we didn't prove collusion, but everybody knows he's Putin's buddy. A lot of people on the West Coast either on fire, threat of fire, or in the dark from electrical shutoffs. And we'll continue to follow that news. It's just amazing on a whole bunch of different levels. It is, it's historic level, no doubt about it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. 